Food, water, shelter, and nesting are all vital to attracting birds to your backyard. Multiple food sources are also helpful. Shop a wide variety of feeders, waterers, and bird food at Blaine's Farm and Fleet to keep your feathered friends happy and healthy all year long. You know, the pandemic has changed the way that people think about where they live. In fact, many people have decided the big city is not for them and more and more taking a look at rural communities in the country as their next residence. And that is bringing both interesting challenges and interesting opportunities. Joining us today is Deb Brown. She is one of the partners that helps to make up SaveYour.Town. They've been working before the pandemic, but definitely through the pandemic, to help rural communities come to grips with these new visitors. And she's got trends out for 2022. So Deb, welcome back. We appreciate you joining us. Let's talk a little bit about the trends that you're seeing for rural communities in 2022. Is that interest by what we'll call non-rural residents continuing? Are we still trying to get a lot of people out to the country from the urban city center? Well, that's a really good question. Um, Continuing to get them here? No, not so much. But we are continuing to make our communities a place they want to come to. So it's, it's not, we're not seeing an explosive accident from the major tech and population centers. But what we are seeing, uh, uh, several factors to uh, contribute to. First of all, the remote work. It seems like everybody's working remotely. And why not go somewhere where the cost of living is lower, it's safer, um, maybe you'll go back to where you grew up at. We're seeing those as reasons people are coming back. And more and more people want to go where they make a difference in their community. Um, I find that very interesting because I did the same thing. I moved from a large city back to my hometown. Um, My dad got sick, and I decided to go back and was amazed at the possibilities for me. And and here I am today talking to you, correct? People are also looking at climate change and disasters. Um, We're paying closer attention to where we might think it's safer, and we're finding that rural communities and small towns offer that. And people are making more road trips, so there's that. Mm-hmm. And as they get in their car and drive somewhere, you know, if your town is a nice place to visit, it's also a nice place to live in. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, we've talked about these trends, Deb, and one thing that people say is, well, sure, that's wonderful, come on out to the country. But that also brings with it uh, the questions that you pointed out. I need Internet. Why don't I have it? Uh, people don't always understand uh, the services that are and are not available when you come to the country or rural communities. First, let me ask you, since this has all begun Federal dollars have poured into different crevices across the United States in an effort to offset the effects of the pandemic. Did rural communities capitalize on any of that funding to try to help provide those services that these new residents are seeking? Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Now, you know, as in anything, not all of them have, but many of them have. And your, your local cooperatives are getting involved and making it possible to bring broadband in, and they're using the funds effectively. You know, a town that is open to new ideas is going to be the one that grows, and we talk about that a lot, and it fits in with those funds, too. Is your community smart enough to go after them? Do you realize what's out there? These are things I think our small towns have to pay more attention to 
if they want to bring fiber <laughs> versus dial-up, right, mm-hmm. um, or Internet at all. So I think, yes, they are, for, for the most part. Good, good. Now, the, again, we talk about this new influx of new residents. That also brings with it some infrastructure challenges, our educational systems, perhaps, uh, things like that. How are, your, how are the communities that had worked with you uh, as the pandemic was unfolding? Are they still keeping conversation going with you, Deb? Tell me a little bit about that. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, across the board, I think the biggest challenge we see is housing. There's just not enough housing. There's plenty of jobs, but in our small towns, we haven't grown as fast as we need to. So we see people working on that challenge. And, and, you know, the infrastructure is already there. The sewer, the water, that usually is already there. It's easy enough to expand. But getting uh, developers in to build housing often is a challenge. Well, and we mentioned, you know, we talk, uh, we talk as if these are young families or something like that. In reality, and uh, the numbers will bear it out, there's a whole lot of people that have decided that they're going to pull the retirement card early. And again, like you mentioned, those are people that are ideal candidates to capitalize and, and try to move out to the rural countryside. And like you said, uh, it's, about, it's about belonging. And you know what? I just read that most new small businesses are started by people over 50. Mm. It's those folks that don't want to retire. They want to do something, but they want to do what they want to do instead of working for somebody else. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, let's make room for them. We're also seeing that brain gain where the 30- to 40-year-olds with families are coming back home. Mm -hmm. They want to raise their kids in a place they know well that's safer with better education um, and to have a little more... Uh, comfort with them living in a smaller town. Absolutely. In case you're just joining us, this is Deb Brown. She is one of the partners with SaveYour.Town. And what they've been doing is networking with small communities across the United States, trying to help them manage through this sudden interest by people to return to a more rural community setting. Uh, Deb, let me ask you, we mentioned already about this new residents arriving for 2022. What other things are kind of resonating with you in this new calendar year? And we're talking at a time when there's increased concern, the Omicron virus uh, in the headlines. What else are you hearing from rural communities that we might want to keep an eye on for 2022? Well, I think with as far as the pandemic goes, I, people are just so exasperated. Um, and there's solutions everywhere, but we can't seem to agree on a solution that actually works. And we all have to live and work together. It's different in rural areas. In the city, you can kind of isolate yourself. But in a rural community, that's a little bit harder to do. Mm-hmm. So I think it just behooves us to start talking to each other more. Maybe not face-to-face, right? <laughs> but um, to find a solution that actually works and, and get away from the politics of it and start being neighbors again. Then what can people do? Let's say that we've uh, touched a, a hot spot for them and they want to find out more about the work that you and Becky McCray are doing at SaveYour.Town. How do you advise them to tap into some of your resources and maybe, you know, invite you guys in, be it virtually or otherwise, to coach up some of their rural community members? Absolutely. Well, the best place to start is our website, and that is SaveYour, S-A-V-E-Y-O-U-R, dot town, T-O-W-N, 
Don't put dot com anywhere on there. It ends with dot town. And you'll find how to work with us there. You'll also find how to sign up for our free newsletter. And that's a great way to start. Every week we send out a newsletter based on rural challenges. And you can decide just reading some of those. Is this something I want to do? Do I want to talk to these folks further? There's a lot of information there. We also have a membership program where we shoot a video every month around a rural challenge, a particular rural challenge. And you might ask, how do we know what those challenges are? Well, we were smart enough over the last, since 2015, to go out and ask rural people what they were faced with, what their challenges were. We didn't want to make them up. We really wanted to know what people told us. And we've done those surveys four years now, or four different times now. Uh, and that you can read the results from that survey of rural challenges on that site, too. Excellent. Deb Brown along with us. She is one of the partners with SaveYour.Town website. And really excellent information. If you're somebody that's pondering moving back home, going back out to the country or changing things up a little bit, it would behoove you to follow their information on site. The most recent that caught my attention, their survey that shows the top five rural and small town trends for 2022. Again, you can find that on their website, SaveYour.Town. Town. A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. 